the college football experience week two DFS lineup for Friday night and Saturday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit pickswise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with the promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in their Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance at a million dollars. Got to do that. Also, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, us. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. SGPN is giving you a chance to win $100,000 NFL week one exclusively on the SGPN app. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes. Woo-hee. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week two DFS Friday night and Saturday plays. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Come to the land down under and draft some winners people. All right. And I'm joined by uh, the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's going on, man? How are we doing today? Well, just what uh, ready. For, I mean, unfortunately, college football punting on Thursdays for the season opener. Because I mean, look, it's great to have the NFL back, but at the same time, you can never have too much football, right? I guess it's understandable. You couldn't but throw hey, us an FCS bone on a Thursday <laughs> or Wednesday night. What's yeah, or Wednesday. Wednesday night, no, I'm for a- sure. They should have loaded the deck on Wednesday. Uh, can we get some like early in the season action on Tuesday and Wednesday yeah. or something? It's been tough. It's been <laughs> tough going a couple of days without football. Uh, so we got the Friday slate. There's four games, I believe, on Friday. North Carolina A and T. Shout out to Terrell Furman Jr. They're playing at Duke, a little backyard battle. Uh, we got y- the UTEP Miners hit two and zero for the first time since two thousand four, traveling to Boise, Idaho, on the Smurf turf, and uh, we got a couple other ones there that are kind of interesting. We got uh, the Kansas Jayhawks. I'm already pushing with the Kansas Jayhawks, but they're hitting the road to Myrtle Beach where. Apparently you'll be to Conway, right. South Carolina to take on the shot clears on the teal turf. And then you have North Dakota, the fighting Hawks traveling into Logan where Blake Anderson's fresh off that win at wazoo should be not exactly the best late for Friday night games, but uh, you know, we got some decent matchups here. I, who would have thought UTEP would have the best record of all these eight schools. <laughs> uh, that's true. That, I mean, you and, know, they played big zero, who would have thought so. Utah and Kansas or UTEP and Kansas would be undefeated th- <laughs> thus far <laughs> at, at any point in the season. Yes. Yes. So, so let's get into this, man. Let's, let's have some fun. Now let's win some, some good cash. I am in Las Vegas. So I had to enter these lineups on Tuesday in, in California be, before flying here because Vegas for some dumb reason, I get it. They want you to gamble at their casinos, but come on. 
Look, we're still you can't play DFS at their casinos, right? No, you can't. That's what I'm saying. Why can't so we just do it what all? What the hell, man? Let's do it all. They gotta they gotta fix that shit. Anyway. Seriously. Friday night slate. Uh let let's uh, tee off. I have a feeling we're probably gonna have a lot of uh the same players here. So probably because I mean for the most part, you scratch you off North Carolina A and T. I you probably don't want to roster too many of those guys, right? I mean, no offense to them, but they are an FCS opponent playing Duke, which is an FBS opponent, albeit not a very good one. Uh, and then, you know, Kansas really struggled with offense. Uh, UTEP going up against Boise. You probably don't want to roster too many minors. So really you're looking at, you know, three, four, maybe, maybe five teams. That's going to be all your players. So with that said, um, I am going with the two quarterback lineup for this. And I paid up for my QBs. I'm going with uh, Hank Bachmeyer, 7.2 K and Grayson McCall, 8.9 K. I think they're just the two safest plays for some guaranteed production from the quarterback spot. Uh, well, I, I went with uh, Gunnar Holmberg. Okay. Uh, as my regular quarterback and my uh, f- super flex is Hank Bachmeyer. So I think Gunnar Holmberg, yeah, they might bench him at some point, but I don't know. I mean, are they good enough to separate them? A and T is a decent FCS team, man. Um, so I went, I went that route. You know what I mean? I thought about just to save some money, not spend up for the uh, 8.9 K Grayson McCall. Yeah. And it will. And uh, I thought, what if they are up 28, nothing on Kansas? Yeah, I mean, Duke could be up 28, nothing on a and T. I think possibly. it's more likely that that, that Coastal so? Carolina is up 28, <laughs> nothing than Duke, the Duke that I saw last week, that was giving up tons of yardage to, uh, to Charlotte. I, and I look, this is off topic right now, but I just did get a, uh, a message saying JT Daniels out for the year. I saw that. Oh, out for the year. Oh, wow. I thought I saw a message saying he might be out for this week, maybe 10 minutes ago. Wow. Out for the year. Huh? I had a, I, I called that in the pre, if that's true, which I said, Ooh. this is breaking right now to me. But if that, if that is true, I called that. I I mean, I just said the guy's been injured every year. Yeah. USC. Sure. Every time he gets injured, um, that would be quite the development because Stetson Bennett, oh, <laughs> uh, he was awful. That's a major blow to Georgia's hopes, man. Georgia can't catch. They can't catch a break, I guess. Wow. Well, I mean that that's the problem though with with having, you know, they had Dwan Mathis who didn't look good at all at Temple, but they also had some other transfers that went elsewhere. Um that that's the risk you take when you uh you go all in. I mean, look, Daniel's had this this is not something that uh this has been happening his whole career. So uh, that's a risk. Yes, is he very good when he plays? Sure. But He's a guy that's that well, I'm sure Georgia would like to keep some, would have liked to keep some of those quarterbacks as backups. But you know, in, in today's day and age, if you're not starting, most guys are transferring, but that's so a big risk. Very, that, very interesting. You got to know that coming into it though, that, that that's a risk that you're taking. Sure. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. Let's, I mean, if that's true, which uh, that's not official from what I can tell, I went to ESPN right now, I, but I did get alerted that. So, uh, Okay. So those are my two quarterbacks. I, 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 I got some more value, I think than you, but we'll see. We'll we'll see what you, what you do with that extra money. There we go. Uh, top running back. Are you uh, paying up for Mateo Durant? 6.9 K. <laughs> I certainly, certainly am because he <laughs> was a beast. He was an as absolute bad as beast Duke was last week. I, I mean, he was awesome rushing for, for two fifty five and three touchdowns. Hopefully you listened to the pod last week. Because I rostered him, I told you guys, Mateo Durant is an animal. Roster him, do it again. Uh, you got to be a little bit worried about game script, maybe if Duke is up big. But yeah, we're saying like A and T might hang around here. Yeah, you know, I mean they so hung around. Like other, that Furman game was. Cl- Furman's not a bad FCS. Furman's not yeah. a bad FCS. They were ranked last year in the spring. Um, so I mean, yes, they lost by eleven. But uh, they hung around. Uh, is Duke, you know, Duke just lost to Charlotte. I don't know what Duke is now. I will say traditionally, Cutcliffe handles these things, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you haven't seen a line for that game, have you yet? I have not actually. I'm waiting for that thing to no, drop. Me neither. Um, so I, uh, uh, yeah, Durant. Another thing is Durant had a big play called back in that game, so he almost he was stat line would have been worse. <laughs> As in, like, yeah. 
just killing it. Um, <laughs> my, my other running back, I am going to stay in that same game. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to go to the a and T running back. This okay. kid, this kid's a stud. Uh, I believe it's, I'm butchering his name right now. Cause I'm looking uh, Martin. Is it Jameer Martin? I, I forget, but he, he's been good for like two or three years. Uh, he's at 5,300. Uh, Jermaine Martin, Jermaine Martin. Yeah. There, um, you go. there you go. I think he'll have some opportunity. The way that Charlotte was having some success on the ground against, uh, against Duke. I think, you know, Jermaine Martin only had 33 yards rushing against Furman, but the biggest problem was they didn't really commit to him too much. They didn't commit to him too much. That's got to change against Duke. You gotta, you gotta downsize this game. You gotta use the clock to your advantage. Uh, a and T. So I'm, I'm just thinking for 5,300, some value there. I'm, I gotta say, I'm surprised at the play, uh, you know, don't only put up four fantasy points the week before against Furman. And he's not dirt cheap either. I mean, you know, 5,300 is not going to break the bank by any means, but it's not 4k or, or, you know, in that range. So I'm surprised, you know, I think, you know, for what, um, a couple more bucks, maybe what he was 5.3 K. Yeah. 5.3 for, for a hundred more dollars. I took another FCS running back, but I went out to North Dakota and took Otis way. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. He's a beast. This um, guy, we watched him in the spring. He's the, all he's, right. You sold he, me. He, you sold me. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Got I, that, I, I gotta be honest. Cause I could not submit my lineup. I was doing this on the runway in, in, in LA essentially. So uh, I didn't, I was not alerted that Vegas, you couldn't do DraftKings until I was on the runway. So it was a rapid, yeah. a rapid, Hey, play this before <laughs> you can, you know, get this in while you can. So yeah, I think you're right. Otis way is that play. Uh, he's a lot better. I mean, I think he's better because the offense is better. I actually think Martin's yeah. pretty, pretty good, but um, uh, the, the offense was Schuster and also playing Utah state who, you know, they look great, uh, even defensively against the Wazoo. But that was their last year. That was their weakness was on the defensive side of the ball. So there should be some opportunities. And we know North Dakota State, with a capable quarterback, might be able to uh, might be able to stay in that game. North Dakota, not not North yeah, Dakota State. I'm sorry, but, North you Dakota. Know, yeah, um, yeah. And you know what? I mean, he's got. There's no committee there. He is the main running back. He got 22 touches last week, uh, broke a hundred yards, three touchdowns, put up over 30 fantasy points. So that's the kind of FCS guy I'm looking at. Obviously a little bit of a risk when they're going up against an FBS opponent, but I think the volume is, is there for uh, Otis way to have a nice day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were, you were right. I was wrong. All right. You're the best. (laughs) I'm the worst. Um, All right. I got a third running back. Do you, I do. Who's yours? Uh, Habibi Alikio, because we know uh, what's the other running backs? They're not Van Buren. Van Buren's still there, but uh, but uh, man, they're they're starting running back that missed the UCF game. I'm just drawing blanks over here. Polani, yeah, Polani. It's today. It's 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 10 a.m. in Vegas. All right, it's 10 a.m. in Vegas. So, uh, but you're one of the only people that's awake. Yeah, <laughs> Habibi Liko, I'm gonna roll with at 5700 because I think he's their starter. And I think UTEP, the one thing I, the one thing that did stand out to me in UTEP versus New Mexico state, UTEP is not very good defensively. I think Boise is going to have a lot of opportunity to gain yardage on UTEP and Habibi Likio or whatever the Oregon transfer. This kid's going to have opportunities at 5,700. He is my flex. I, I like this play a lot. Yeah, I like it. You know, Boise could not get the ground game going against UCF. I think they only ran for 20 yards. I think that's going to be a focal point. They're going to try to get that cranking against UTEP. I think they will. I wanted to get a Boise back in here, but I didn't have the money. You know, maybe that's what you're doing since you saved some coin at quarterback. I'm going to go to my boys in Conway, South Carolina for 4K. I'm getting running back Shermari Jones. I will say the Chanticleers do have uh, somewhat of a running back by committee. It's a two headed monster with Jones and Reese white. I can actually, I actually have enough money. I could roster either one of them. Uh, but last week, Shamari Jones had nine carries 100 yards and two touchdowns over the Citadel second half. He didn't, you know, didn't get much burn. They didn't need him. It was a blowout. 
I think he's the more dangerous running back than Reese white. And I think they could have some success against the Jayhawks. You know, I mean, you know, they're one of the offenses that you have to target um, because they are a pretty dynamic unit and they'll put up some points. So for only 4k, give me Shamari Jones. I like it. I actually, I turned in two lineups for Friday night. He was in one of them, but not in the one that I like more. And that's this one. So, all right. Um, yeah, I like that play. So uh, at, what about a wide receiver? My top priced wide receiver. I, I got a lot of this Boise action here. I went with Octavius Evans, uh, the Boise wide out. I just think Boise is going to make a point. I think Bachmeyer is going to feel a little down from the way uh, the season or, you know, the, the game ended there. Uh, at UCF. So I think they're going to air it out. I think they're just going to put points on the board to tell you the truth, man. And, uh, and they'll get their chances. So uh, I, I really like that play of uh, getting any of the Boise wideouts to tell you the truth. Where are you going? Who's your top wideout? Yeah. You know, maybe that's the one hole of my lineup is that I only have one Boise Bronco. That is Bachmeyer. I did not get any of the pass catchers. They might not throw the ball much in the second half, which will obviously limit, you know, Bachmeyer's success. But you know, Boise is also one of the teams that you have to target in the slate with only, you know, four games. Uh, but no, I did not have any Boise receivers. My highest paid receiver, let me take you to Utah State and go to their wide receiver number one. That is Devin Tompkins. He's a stud. He had uh yeah even, man. Even had, last uh, year 11- when they were shit. He was yeah. a stud. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. He, he. I mean, he's he's been there wide receiver one. I believe he's a senior, so he's been there for a while. Uh, last week against Washington State, he had 11 targets, with, and he had caught eight balls for 94 yards and a touchdown. I think he can have a similar stat line this week. 7K. My my uh, top receiver, Devin Tompkins. Nice, nice. I couldn't afford him, or I would have, because I tried to. So I actually, uh, I actually went with their number two wideout, McGriff. At sixty one hundred, my my hope is that the crime uh, dog. Yeah, my hope is that they're just going to try to double Tompkins and and get him out of this, uh, you know, get get him out of this offense, and and then uh, you know Logan Bonner will then be able to dice the ball around. You know, they have a couple different receivers. You know, Blake Anderson ran this offense at uh, Arkansas State, so they they will. Another thing is they do the court the two quarterback system too. I mean, so. If maybe maybe Peasley, the backup, likes uh, McGriff more. I don't know, but uh, and I, I'm normally not a fan of that when it comes to betting. I hate that that angle. But Justin McGriff, he had four for forty-seven last week, and uh, yeah, I just think maybe they'll they're keen on Tompkins. McGriff will have some opportunities to uh, to catch the ball. I like it. I like it. Uh, my second receiver. And you know what? We don't have that many similarities in this lineup so far. I like it. Um, my second receiver is 5.1 K going back to Duke, going a little Jake Bobo action. Uh, the Duke offense is going to have some success against North Carolina. A and if your boy Holmberg is going to be throwing the ball around, you know, he's going to target Bobo pretty often last week, seven, uh, seven catches, 88 yards. Uh, I think he can have a similar, you know, catches yardage and maybe find the end zone this, uh, this week. Ding, ding, ding. That is my final wide receiver. I thought about going with Cowang for UTEP, but I just don't have any faith that Hardison's going to have success on the smurf yeah. turf, throwing that ball down the field. Um, so yeah, I, I went with exactly. I did not go ahead. No, I, I went with the, I, I went just, uh, I wanted to stay away from the UTEP passing attack. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, my last guy. So you rostered nobody from coastal Carolina, huh? No, no one from coast. Well, you know, I'm a, look, I'm a Jayhawk. All right. I'm a Jayhawk. <laughs> <laughs> well, my last uh, wide receiver tight end is the tight end for the Chanticleers. That is Isaiah likely. Uh, this guy's an animal, man. He was really good last year. He's, he's like six, four, two forty. you know, huge red zone target. Uh, I couldn't get enough money to get uh Javion highly, you know, their, their uh, best receiver. So I, I felt I've, I fall back on the tight end here. I like uh, likely to have a decent game against against your Jayhawks. Yeah, my I, I can't go against my Jayhawks. All right, we're gonna be watching. I'm gonna watch every snap of that game. All right, let's let's switch it over to the Saturday slate. Well, be, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the College Football Experience DFS show is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. 
We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players and sports from the NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win ready to play. We'll sign up today and receive a special offer, a risk-free $500 sports bet download bet and win. Yes. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com to start winning today. Saturday morning, buddy. What are you doing? Where you want to start? I'm doing lots of good stuff here. Besides, besides hitting these uh, bets. First off, <laughs> first off, they didn't. They did not include the 11 a.m. Eastern Time game, the uh, UVA and uh, Illinois matchup. So I, I couldn't roster my man Brennan Armstrong. I'm <laughs> that, a little angry about that's that. That's my lock too, man. Those bastards. Why are they doing that to me? <laughs> I don't know. I guess they're just used to starting at noon. So, anywho. Um, my quarterback, uh, you know, it has, I think the highest over under of this slate. It is in the Oregon, Ohio state game. You have to get pieces of this Buckeye offense. And that's going to start for me with CJ Stroud, the quarterback for 8.6 K who you got. Mm, mm. And you're making a good point here and you're making a good point. I went, <laughs> I went out on a limb and went with Kenny Pickett, 8,500. Okay. It's always a scary play playing anyone offensively at Pitt. But Tennessee's defense looked like dog shit. I thought kept they kept Bowling Green in that game way too long, and Bowling Green one of the worst teams in college football. But I kind of like your angle because I'm only paying 8,500 for Pickett, so maybe I go back and I switch to CJ Stroud. Uh, the good thing about Stroud that I like is, so I mean, it took him a little while to you know settle in and find his groove. The first half, you could tell it was his first game starting. Uh, second half, he did throw four touchdowns in that half. So uh, hopefully that momentum rolls over in, into this game. We know, or we we assume Thibodeau is not going to play. You know the star defensive lineman for the Ducks. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean you got to have pieces of this Ohio State offense. That's you know plain and simple. Yeah, and I left a little money on the board, so I, I can I have that. I I don't know what I was thinking going. Th- I mean Pickett has. I think he'll have opportunities because Tennessee's defense is a mess. All these players transferred out. Josh Heupel never normally focuses on defense. So I think there's opportunity for Kenny Pickett, but I think you're right with playing CJ Stroud over Kenny Pickett. I'm going to make that adjustment. Yeah, I mean, I like, yeah, I like Pickett. I just thought he was a little overpriced this week. If he was in like, you know, the seven to eight K range, I think he'd be a nice target, uh, you know, potentially as your main quarterback or as your super flex. But I think at 8.5 K, you know, he's a little too pricey for only 100 more dollars. You get Stroud. So that's the option I want. Yeah, no, I like it. I, I, and I can tell you this. Um, did you, did you play two quarterbacks by the way? Cause I did not on this lineup. I love the running back slate. I, I did not either. Um, actually I went receiver in my super flex. So I have four receivers and three running backs. Interesting. Okay. Who, well, who's well, your highest dollar running back? Uh, I went with Kevin Harris running back South Carolina. If there's one thing East Carolina, you know, has, has really struggled with is on the line of scrimmage. And we know Mike Houston's a gutless wonder after waving the white flag last week against app state. Uh, but app state was getting whatever they wanted to on the ground game. Yes. Could app state or could East Carolina load the box against Zeb Nolan, who looked pretty shitty against Eastern Illinois, which is a really bad FCS team. Sure. But even with that, I just think South Carolina has the athletes. The run defense for East Carolina is not there. The D line is not there. Give me Kevin Harris at 70, uh, 7,500. This guy's a beast. One of my favorite running backs in the nation, actually. So I, I think even though he's going up against my pirates, which will win by the way, <laughs> all right. As much as I dislike what Mike Houston did last week, we're going to pull the upset, but Kevin Harris is going to get his. So give me Kevin Harris at 7,500. What are you doing? Uh, I mean, Harris had an awesome freshman year last year. He is one of the best running backs in the country. I wanted to get a piece of the South Carolina backfield. My hesitation with Harris is that he didn't, he did not play last week due to a back injury. Well, why play him there. when you're playing Eastern Illinois? It's a good point. And apparently he's a full go. You know, uh, I just wonder if they're going to kind of limit his touches or kind of, kind of ease him back in. Uh, I think South Carolina in general is going to rush for a whole lot of yards. I just don't know exactly who it's going to be. They had an, another guy, I think a true freshman last week against Eastern Illinois, you know, um, 
run for over a hundred yards. So I don't know. I, I mean, if Harris is the main guy and if he's playing, then he's a surefire lock for a big day. But I didn't go that route because I was a little afraid. Um, I went to a guy that, <laughs> I mean, I rostered him all the time. You roster him a lot too. Isaiah Spiller, Texas A and M. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I, I spent up with my running backs, and and the only thing I'll say is this: I do think Colorado's run defense is solid. It's their pass defense that is really flawed, uh, in my yeah. opinion. And but Isaiah Spiller, A and M's offensive line, like they've recruited the offensive line position almost as good as anyone in the in the nation, short of like Alabama, Wisconsin, and Notre Dame. Um, so th- they do have bodies. Um, I, I just think you got to play them. You got to play them in this game. Cause Colorado, even though Colorado's run defense is their strength of their defense, it's still not a prolific defense. I understand yeah. they have Nate Landman, who's a beast linebacker, but I just think Spiller's going to get his all Spiller does is rush for a hundred yards every game, pretty much, you yeah. know, and at this price, it's the right price. You know, if, if he was North of 7.5 K I'd be a little bit worried maybe. Um, but I also like the fact that he did not find the end zone last week. So maybe some positive touchdown regression coming your way. I like him to crack the century mark again and find the end zone at least once, if not twice, that's my highest paid running back. Uh, you've gone through two now. So my second guy, let me take it to Penn state. Uh, this guy is 6.4 K. His name is Noah Kane. Now Penn state does run a couple different running backs, but I thought in that Wisconsin game, it was clear that Kane was the best one. Uh, he averaged six yards per carry against Wisconsin uh, only ran eight times for 48 yards, but this week against ball state, Penn state is going to get that ground game cranking. And it's a little bit of a risk due to a couple running backs and, you know, game script Penn state could be up big. But even if if it's just the first half for six point four k, I think Noah Kane can have a big day. Yeah, and and Ball State did not look uh, prolific at all against the Leathernecks of Western Illinois of the FCS, um, and they they were getting some of theirs on the ground. So maybe Ball State regressing a little bit defensively uh, from last year to this year. Um, all right, well my my third running back is my super flex, and that is Kyron Williams because I think. Look, I like the Toledo Rockets. I love what Jason Candle's doing there, but come on. They're not going to be able to match up. And I actually saw today, even with this, Notre Dame's left tackle, I think, might be out for the year. However, they recruit the position almost as good as anyone in the nation. I'm not at all worried about a MAC defense going up against a, uh, a Notre Dame offensive line. Kyron Williams going to get his. Uh, both another thing is he's good out the backfield too. He'll get you some receptions as well. Seventy three hundred, I think he has a huge game against a uh, a lackluster run defense in, in the Toledo Rockets. I like it. I was kind of moving some pieces around at one point. I had him in my lineup. I do like the fact you mentioned they worked him into the passing game last week. Um, ultimately, I couldn't afford him, so I did not go that route. But I mean, I think both of us are big fans of Kyron Williams, and he should be in store for. Or a, a, a nice day. My third running back. I'm going to take you to Gainesville. I, I almost went with 5,600. Yeah. Did you go Malik Davis? No, I almost did. I had him in a, in a lineup and I took him out. I think. Cause then I, I, I one point I was going to do the two quarterback thing and I had him penciled yeah. in. I think there's great value in him. I didn't mean to cut you off. Continue on. Not a problem. So South Florida. Uh, so the Gators are playing USF. USF just gave up almost 300 yards on the ground to <laughs> NC State. That's a good both play. Of N- yeah, I mean, both of NC State's running backs went over 100 yards. They both scored touchdowns. And you know, while Emory Jones, a quarterback for Florida, kind of gets acclimated to being a starting quarterback on the FBS level, I think Florida is going to rely on the ground game. They also have a, a handful of running backs who, who gets who get carries. But last week, uh, Malik Davis, he what he went fourteen rushes for one hundred and one yards, while the other two backs only had nine carries combined. So maybe he's starting to take control over that backfield a little bit. I think uh, yeah, I think Florida is just going to run for a lot of yards on USF. So five point six k Malik Davis. I think the, the 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 only risk I see there, and I, I like this play, I really do. Is if Dan Mullen does not commit to the run that often, uh, especially once you end up playing good teams, I feel like that's one of his yeah. that's one of his weaknesses. But 
Emory Jones did not look the part last week against uh, right. FAU. So maybe he wants to get him more reps throwing before this SEC conference play, which is around the corner. I don't know, but uh, uh, I still like the play though. I think, and then, and, and I think you'd have to be a moron not to study uh, if you're a, a, the head coach of Florida or the offense coordinator of Florida to see what NC state did to South Florida, just annihilating them on the ground and say, Hey, this is how we destroy South Florida. So I like the play. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by prop swap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. You can browse the activity feed to stay in the know, a loyalty rewards program that uh, turns sales into extra cash and much, much more. You know, I once worked at Blockbuster. They had something like that. Uh, look, uh, use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match it all the way up to $500. Yes, pretty great deal. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve when making your bets. Also, remember to go for two. Remember? And uh, point break, Utah, give me two, right? He orders two of those uh, meatball sandwiches. We'll do the same when betting with prop swap, make two tickets on the same team or player. So you can sell one for profit and keep one, you know, leave yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on prop swap every single day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the prop swap app. Prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. All right, so I have four receivers. You only have three, right? Yes, correct. I'll go with my top two, and they play for the same team. I believe you might have used this approach last week, and I would imagine you're going to roster at least one of these guys. I'm going to double stack the Buckeye receivers with my Buckeye quarterback and go Chris Olave at 7.2K and Garrett Wilson for a very cheap 5.9K. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I was messing around with my super flex. I was like, you know what? Why overthink this? Olave is an animal. You know, originally I had Wilson in my lineup. I said, like, you know what? Give me them both. So uh, yeah, those are my top two receivers. Did you roster either one? Uh, I uh, I actually still have a running back on the board. I, I'm sorry, I forgot the the, the old flex spot, but. Uh, but no, I did not. I actually, just, I stayed away wow. from the Ohio state passing game. I don't know why, when I think about it, um, I probably should make that adjustment to, to either, you know what I'm going to, I'm going to adjust because I have Ver- CJ Verdell in the flex and I have money on it, it, just sitting there. So I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. add, I'm going to add a lave to that flex spot. I think you got me beat on this today. You got me a couple times on this. <laughs> I'm going to chalk it up to you being know, I mean- in Vegas. When you're looking at the Buckeye receivers, you know, I can understand that maybe you don't want to spend 7.2K on Olave. Last week, Olave was cheaper than Wilson. Yeah. Now it's it's flipped. Um, so if you don't want to spend 7.2K, I think 5.9K for Garrett Wilson, that's the cheapest I've seen him in a long time. No, no, no. I, I mean, let me uh, correct myself. I'm going to grab Garrett Wilson, not Chris Olave. Okay. Because I also, another thing is, Oregon's got some good defensive backs. I, the best one will be on Alave, so I think you'll have opportunity with Wilson at 5900. So I like him in the flex spot. So I'm going to get rid of CJ Verdell, and uh, and my top re- receiver besides Wilson. Then I'm going to take you to uh, back to Denver in this stupid neutral site game with uh, Weidermeyer, the tight end for A and M. This is look, and the, the only concern here is that freshman quarterback King. Because I yeah. don't know that he has the continuity. Weidmeyer was a beast last year when when they had Kellen Mond. I, I you know I pulled up the stats from the the Kent State game. He didn't light the world on fire. Then again, the A and M passing attack didn't light the world on fire. But I do think that ground game will work against Colorado. And then, what do you do with a young quarterback? You want to give him some nice easy stuff, some play action. Weidmeyer, the tight end. I could see him having a big day in Denver at $5,000. Sign me up. Did you ride with him? Oh yeah. I did not. You know, he he's actually another guy who was kind of moving in and out of my lineup. When I finally settled on one, he did not make the cut, but he's one of the best tight ends in the country. I know you like to roster him often. Makes a lot of sense. Um, You'll find no qualms here, but I, but no, he's not on my roster. My, um, my third highest receiver. Cause I, I have four of them in this lineup is let me take you to uh Piscataway, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, their wide receiver. Number one, Bo Melton. 
Uh, I mean, look, I last last week six catches, fifty nine yards. Okay, not a bad day, but Rutgers just blew out Temple. They didn't need to pass the ball much in the second half. I think the game against Syracuse is going to be closer. I think Melton's kind of off the map, but he is a pretty damn good wide receiver. Uh, it's not like Rutgers has an amazing passing attack, but Verdal, Verdell, Verdal, whatever his name is, yeah, he looks Melton's way often. So I think uh, he can carve out a, a, a pretty decent game. I like that play. I mean, I actually think this game might have some decent scoring because I actually think Syracuse's offense. I know we like the Sean Tucker play, and and I almost played him. Like I said, this running back slate was amazing uh, for these Saturday morning games. But I, I went with uh, my next high price receiver was, or somewhat high price receiver was uh, the Syracuse. I stayed in that same game. I went Anthony Queeley again. <laughs> he doubled down. Well, look. Last week they didn't need to throw the ball. They were controlling the line yeah. of scrimmage against the Bobcats. I think Rutgers. You know, Greg Chan is a defensive guy. They're going to put pressure on this ground game for Syracuse because Tucker, obviously, you know, running for 181 yards and having seven and a half yards of rush. I think that's Chiana's yeah. main point of emphasis here. So I, then I look for a lot of wide receiver screens. You know, uh, ba- Dino Babers, former wide receiver himself. Queely, uh, you know, he actually had the most yards receiving on this orange team uh, a week ago. So I think he'll have some opportunity in the carrier dome to, uh, to what get some points. Here. He is at uh, 4,300. Uh, hey, it's, it, it's a good price. I mean, I, I'm not a Tommy DeVito believer, the uh, quarterback for Syracuse. I, I think he's a liability, but you're right. I think Queely is a wide receiver one there, so he will get targets. Uh, well, look, I'm not a Tommy De- DeVito believer either, but it's not hard to throw a wide receiver screen. All right, just give me some of those <laughs> wide receiver screens to, to Queely, and we're good. <laughs> right, right, all right. So my cheapest guy is as only 3.9 K. It's a bit of a dart throw, but I want to go to Penn State. This guy, Keandre Lambert Smith. If you watch the Wisconsin game, he's one of the offensive players that kind of stood out. He had uh, four catches for 74 yards. We all know Penn State has Jahan Dots, and he is one of the best receivers in the nation. But they got a couple other guys for only 3.9 K and 4 K. That's you know, um, I forget the other guy's name. Uh, was it Washington? Yeah, Parker Washington. Yeah. Um, but I think you know, so Parker Washington and uh, this Lambert Smith fellow, they both had four catches, but Lambert Smith had a lot more yards. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to be an easy game against ball state. I think uh, he can do some damage in the first half. Maybe get me up, you know, double digit points. I'll take that for 3.9 K. You can never, never go wrong by playing a Lambert in Western Pennsylvania. All right. That that's just, that is football. All right. You are, you are doing good there. I didn't think about that. Good point. Uh, But okay. So what do you got left? You have two players. I have one, right? Oh, I still got one one to give away here. But before I do, uh, I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by Pixwise. Yes, Pixwise is the number one app for sports betting, helmed by a team of trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, the how, and the why behind every single prediction for every game, every day, and every sport. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in depth analysis on every game, all for free. Found your pick? Search the latest sportsbook promotions to sign up an account and compare the odds. And finally, place your bet. Download the Pixwise app now to make your next bet better. Pixwise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right. So, my last play, I'm going to take a shot on, on Keelan Stokes. The, this guy was a beast wide receiver for the, for, uh, the Golden Hurricane in Tulsa last year. And I don't know if you saw the news, Nick Spencer Sanders out again. Ah, he is, is he? not going to be playing this Saturday against Tulsa. So all of a sudden, I got to go over to, to a tally site and change my pick to the Golden Hurricane. I think um, because this is going to be this is going to be a rock fight. Now this is this is a game where I don't know what's going to happen. Yes, I do. I like the defensive backs of Oklahoma State, sure, but Stokes is is the number one option on the Golden Hurricanes offense. And at at forty nine hundred, I actually think it's a value play because I, what are they going to do? They got to someone's got to get yardage. So <laughs> right. so uh, the price is right. Yeah, the price the is price right. Is right, because Stokes is a very good receiver. I, I'm a little worried again about the poor quarterback play there. So you got a couple receivers now who and I really who I don't I really don't like the quarterbacks for those teams. That doesn't mean they won't have decent days because those receivers are the best option for those teams. And they're both under 5K. So it's a little bit of a gamble because the passing attacks for both squads may not be very good. 
but those guys should get theirs regardless. It's a blue light special shop to you drop. All right. <laughs> uh, that's my, that's my day lineup, man. I'm feeling pretty good about it. You know, I, I, I will say this, the CJ Stroud play of me playing Kenny Pickett over CJ Stroud. You got me there. I think you got me there, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I like everywhere else. I love the running backs in the morning slate. Let's hop on over to the night slate. But before we do that, let me tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by prize picks. Yes. Turn your picks into real cash with prize picks. My favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy. And it all starts with prize picks. Yeah. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will uh, go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you win, you can win up to 10 times the amount of your money. Price picks is the only way I play. Use our promo code SGP to receive a hundred percent instant deposit match for up to a hundred dollars. That's prize picks promo code SGP. And by the way, I don't know if you saw this, Nick, we uh, fan reached out saying we gave him a great, uh, great prize picks lineup last week. Did you catch that I tweet? Did. I saw that. Yeah. He uh, went five for five, right? Went five for five tailing our picks. Boom. That's why you get over to Prize Picks. Do the damn thing. All right. Saturday night slate. Now, I'm very curious about the quarterback position here and what you're going to do. Because I, I gambled heavy. I gambled heavy. I went back to the two quarterback lineup. Same here. I went with my and boy, my boy, Will, Will Rogers, out the gate. He is on my lineup as well. I, so I went pretty cheap with the quarterbacks, two of them. But yeah, one of them, Will Rogers, 6.4K. For me, it was a volume play not to cut you off. You know, he threw 47 attempts last week, uh, 370 yards, three touchdowns. I think the uh, NC state secondary is pretty good, but I think their front seven is better than the secondary. So uh, I think strictly volume play at a pretty good price for Rogers. Yeah. I mean, we know what we're getting here. He's going to throw the ball 60 times a game. So why not play him then, man? You know what I mean? Like, right it's almost like you should play an air raid quarterback every time because you know, you're going to drop back 60 times. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there you go. I am. I'm with you. I agree. Yeah. And even when they look, they, they look like shit. Most of that game against uh, La tech. I went back and watched that game. They got incredibly fortunate to win that game, uh, right. but they still, he still was getting his, even though they weren't getting touchdowns on it. He was, there were a lot of drives. They were getting yardage and Leach was going for a fourth and three, fourth and four, and they just weren't getting it. Um, but Hey, and then in the fourth quarter, they had that magical run and he put, he got some touchdowns then. So put up some points. I could see that happening again against NC state, because one thing we saw me and Patty C made a note of this NC state played South Florida. I can't recall watching a worse game <laughs> from a quarterback point of view. I mean, yeah. guys just throwing into triple coverage, not even like not even close to the wide receiver. So I think Mississippi state will have that advantage of, uh, you know, having an accurate passer. Um, who's, who's I'm trying with? to pull up the over under for that game. I agree. I think there can be some points in that game. I, I wouldn't be surprised if both teams are like around 30 or so uh, the over under is sitting at 55 and a half right now. I would go over. Like I said, I think this is a game where like NC state, you know, or Mississippi state might win by a field goal, like 33 to 30 or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that's actually one of the more exciting games to watch, I think uh, Saturday. So who'd you play with the other quarterback spot? Uh, Kentucky will Levis, the Penn state transfer. I uh, take it. You didn't No, I did not because I think no. there's a chance. And I know Patty C texted us earlier this morning, calling out, uh, you know, the Kentucky defense for, in, in a positive way for what they did against ULM. Well, ULM is in game one of I mean, they were, they would have been a bad FCS team last year. They really would have. So game one, installing a new offense, new defense. They already had Terry Bowden, their head coach had to leave for a couple months because his dad was dying. So it's been a chaotic off season for, for the Warhawks. So I, I I think it's kind of risky playing a little bit because Levis. Yes. Was he good at Penn state? Sure. But that, but I think playing ULM's defense, you're going to get yardage. It was impossible not to. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah, he did throw for three sixty-seven and four touchdowns. But granted, it was against ULM. One of my main things here is, you know, I'm not sold on him just due to that game. But I just watched the Missouri team struggle defensively against Central Michigan, who who threw for two ninety-five against them. Yeah. So 
I'm thinking if central Michigan can have that kind of success through the air against Missouri, I think Kentucky might be able to as well. And it's a pretty cheap play at just 6.3 K. So that is the route I went. I have will Rogers and will Levis two sec wills. Nice. Who's your second quarterback? Uh, I, I spent up for Malik Cunningham playing the Colonels of Eastern Kentucky in the FCS. Uh, it is a bit risky because they could bench him because they're up by so much, but I don't know. It's a little backyard rivalry. You know what I mean? Eastern Kentucky wants to be in the FBS. They've made that known uh, for the past like decade. Uh, so maybe they show up and, and play decent, but Malik Cunningham was the leading passer. Obviously, you know, he's their starting quarterback, but he was also their leading rusher a, se- a week ago against Ole Miss. I think he'll get his against Eastern Kentucky. Now the, I'm hoping three quarters, give me three quarters of Cunningham. And I think he can put us up, you know, put some pretty good stats. Yeah. That's a sneaky play. You, you might be onto something, especially with his dual threat abilities. I mean, he could have a monster game granted. There's a little bit of risk because he might not play the whole game. He probably won't play the whole game, but you're right. If he does a, a half to three quarters, he could put up some serious numbers there. So it looks like I saved some coin this go around a quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see how our uh, running backs and receivers match up. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so why don't you, you tee off on the, uh, on your top running back. I play three running backs by the way. Same here. Yeah. Okay. My top guy, I rostered him last week. Last week he, he was solid. He had, you know, 20 carries 103 yards and a touchdown. That is B John Robinson at Texas for 7.7 K. Um, Sark was true. He said he's going to get the guy 20 to 30 uh, touches. That's exactly what happened. Um, so I think what he did last week, was, which is a solid day, I think that's almost his floor. But the guy does have a really, really high ceiling, and he's going to have some monster games this year. Perhaps Arkansas's got a pretty solid D, I guess. Um, you know, so maybe this is uh, B. John Robinson's breakout game. Interesting. See, are you at all concerned? Like Arkansas's defensive coordinator, Barry Odom, former Missouri head coach. I think he's a great defensive coordinator because, uh, like, uh, at least last year, obviously they struggled against Rice, but uh, knowing Hudson Card is a freshman quarterback making his fir- you know second start of his career, but first road start of his career, and that at an SEC school that you know the place will be lit in Fayetteville, I think he might try to load the box on Bijan Robinson and make Hudson Card beat you, but. Well, Card actually looked pretty good last week. He was one of the few, you know, first year, first time starting quarterbacks who looked good. Probably him and Stroud. Um, so hopefully, yeah, you know, th- you know, he can keep him honest, and they're going to have to respect, you know, both the running and passing game. I think the Texas, o- the Texas offense is is pretty legit here. So I, 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 agree. I think, yeah, I think it's not it's not the best matchup in the world for for Robinson, but I think the guy's almost matchup proof. And that is a low key fun uh, old swack rivalry right there. Yeah. Remember, remember they used to be what? I think 92 was that 92 in Arkansas jumped to the sec, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually like that play. Cause you know, Sark's going to feed him. I'm just a little bit concerned. I stayed away sp- specifically because I thought Barry Odom is going to try to load that deck against him yeah. and make Hudson card beat you. But I get it. He's going to get his, he's going to get his carries from Sark. Sark's made that known publicly. So All right, who's your guy? Uh, my guy. Well, I I'm, bullish on this Wisconsin team in a revenge spot after, you know, really kind of, I look, I had Penn state on the money line. I look good with that pick, but at the same time, Wisconsin kind of gave that game away. They got in inside that 10 yard line, you know, two or three times and made turnovers. So I, I, I think they're going to make a statement against Eastern Michigan and then Malusi. Is that how I pronounce it? I always get Malusi, right? Chaz Malusi. Yeah. yeah Malusi. Uh, I think he's going to get his. I think he's, I think Eastern Michigan. We talked about this on on our on our picks podcast. I, I love Eastern Michigan. They're one of my favorite teams in the nation, right? But they're they play Wisconsin football in the MAC. Well, they're not going to be able to do, to get away with what they can normally get away with in the MAC against against Wisconsin. And I think Wisconsin's O line is just going to steamroll them. So I think Malusi at sixty three hundred. Wholeheartedly agree. Lock it up. I rostered him as well. He is maybe the one guy for the Wisconsin offense that kind of stood out last week against Penn State. He uh, had a nice day. What did he? He ran for uh, 121 yards and a touchdown on 31 carries. It seems like he's got that backfield locked down. He's a Clemson transfer. Uh, yeah, I expect a big day. A big day. I think he's going to be over 100 again, and he's going to find the end zone at least once. Are we concerned at all though that they, if they're up 31 nothing sure. at halftime, do we pull? Do do they pull them potentially? 
I mean, at this point in the college football season, whenever you got, you know, a top 25 school going up against an inferior opponent, yeah, you have to be concerned. It, it, but that's why he's only 6.3K, too. Yeah. You know, but, if cause they're almost, they're almost, you know, building that in. Cause if he plays the whole, the whole day, He'd probably be, you know, north of seven uh, K. I could just totally see Paul Christ going to to uh, Jalen Berger, that five star freshman out of New Jersey, who's a running back that a lot yeah. of people penciled in as a starter that uh, didn't win yeah. it in camp just to get him some reps, some in game experience. Um, but yes, uh, all right, folks, I want to tell you the college football DFS show is uh, the college football experience DFS show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Yes. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything is that there's always a catch. All right. So when I first heard that mint mobile offers premium wireless service at just $15 a month, I thought, what's the catch? All right. Uh, But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one mint mobile secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, you know, there's no crazy overhead cost and that, that, that gets passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet savings direct to you. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your phone Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile too. So that means whatever you have now, you can keep your same phone, your numbers, all your contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, well, guess what? Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. All right. Uh, look to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. To get that plan shipped to your front door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. That's mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. I mean, come on. I'm just giving you, that's nothing. That's a beer <laughs> now in Vegas. Shit. I paid like 15 bucks for a, <laughs> like uh, one of those tall boy Corona's last night. So jeez, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Vegas. I went to a subway sub shop once in Vegas and paid like 30 bucks for like the, one of the worst sandwiches in America. <laughs> uh, you gotta, you, you gotta get, get off the strip. If you're in Vegas, man, I'm telling you, yeah. they'll, they'll yeah, fuck seriously. you. Um, all right. Well, where are we at here? You, you, you are on what your, your running back, your second running back. Yeah. I have one other running back. Actually my third running back who uh, who's actually a hundred dollars more expensive than Malusi. I'm surprised you're not rostering him, or maybe you are. That is uh Joquavius Marks for Mississippi State for six point four K. No, I am not, but he's been a long time DFS play of mine, so I, I'm not gonna bash you on this. I mean, last week he had over seventy rushing yards and he had nine catches. So you know they throw him the ball all day long. And if if that if I get, you know, decent ru- rushing yardage production with a bunch of, of catches at only six point four K, that's what I'm doing. I like it. I think there's value there. All right. But I, I look, I went value shopping on my running back spot too, man. And uh, well, my flex, cause I'm going price wise uh, in order of, of, of is Cameron Harris for Miami because okay. ECU had success actually on the ground against app state. They did. Uh, so I think Miami will have their opportunities to guess Rhett Lashley air raid. I get it. I get it. I get it. But at the end of the day, Derek King is a guy that's coming off playing Alabama. And I still wonder how healthy he is. I think Cameron Harris could be the difference in this game. So I'm going to play him at 6,000. Excited to watch this one. That's actually one of the low key best games of the weekend. Yeah, definitely. And I like Harris. I think the problem is, is at least last year is that he didn't get enough carries. I thought he was head and shoulders better than those other running backs, uh, Cheney Jr. and Knighton, I believe. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, they like to give those guys carries too. Um, not a bad play. I did not roster Harris myself, but I could see him having a solid game. Uh, well, do you have three running backs like me? I yeah. So I I just told you mine. That was Bijan Robinson, Malusi, and and Marks. Oh well, my third running back. I'm going to take you to that Missouri Kentucky game where this guy's name is Cavassier. All right. Cavassier smoke. smoke. What a name. All right. How can you not draft this guy? Right. Cavassier smoke at 5,100. Look, you, you made this point with Will Levis. 
Missouri's defense was dog shit last year. They're installed. They brought in a new DC in the off season. And I think Levis will have his opportunities. But one thing I know about Mark Stoops, he he's a conservative coach offensively. He's going to run that rock to Cavazier smoke. I think a lot, I think he'll have his opportunity. And I think another thing is will Levis, you know, against ULM. Sure. You could throw all your, all your passes, you know, like ULM's defense is dog shit. Well, Levis, I think against Mizzou sec defense, which we know we're not thrilled with Mizzou's defense. I still think though, watch for some screen action. Cavassier smokes going to get, going to get the ball on the ground and in the air. So I like him at 5,100 as, as a good play here. What do you think of that play? I mean, my problem with him is that the Kentucky backfield is almost like the Oregon backfield with smoke and Chris Rodriguez. I mean, last week, Rodriguez had 19 rushes for 125 yards and a touchdown. You never know which Kentucky running back is going to have the better day. Uh, so in general, I steer clear of that backfield almost completely. But if you happen to pick the right guy that week, the guy can produce. Cause I mean, they're both good running backs and you know, smoke is a very talented dude who, who has the ability to put up big games. The tough thing is just pinpointing on what day will be those big games. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, before we get to our wide receivers and end this thing, I'm going to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by odds crowd. If you haven't downloaded the odd crowd, the odds crowd app, well, then you are missing out. The free roll football contest is taking place on odds crowd this year. $10,000 for the best NFL better sides are included as well this year. Also weekly, a hundred dollar SGPN content uh, exclusive contest, just for people who have the app downloaded. There's over $30,000 in cash prizes up for grabs across, you know, both season long and weekly contests in the NFL and college football. And you better believe the boys here at SGPN are all taking part. So you can try to, uh, you know, claim bragging rights, talk a little shit, tell NC Nick he's garbage. Do that. All right. Here's how it works. Once you enter a contest, you track your, your bet, your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would with any pick tracking app, the most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. And if you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, well, guess what you win. All right. And then you can start talking that shit. All right. And odds crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests. It's a social app for sports betters. free to download. You can, you know, live chat with, uh, you know, other betters, track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies and much, much more. So download the app for free or go to oddscrowd.com today. And while you're downloading apps, you got to download us. Yes. The SGPN app download and enter your week one NFL picks for a chance to win a hundred grand. Are you kidding me? A hundred grand. I'm telling you, you got to do that. Uh, the SGPN app is now live in the app store and Google play store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. And we're at the goal line here. What do we, what do we do with wide out wise three receivers? You got three also. I do. All right. Funny enough. My, my three receivers are 5.5 K 5.6 K and 5.7 K. <laughs> so I went like uh middle of the road. I didn't, you know, spend up. I didn't grab a low priced option. Uh, so I, I'll give you my top option. And uh, you know, we're going back to that same Kentucky team, the Nebraska transfer Juan Dale Robinson had a pretty nice debut last week, uh, five catches, one twenty-five, and two touchdowns. I'm believing in this Kentucky passing attack, at least for now that could, <laughs> that could come back to bite me. You know they average could, about they, they average like about 110 a game <laughs> last year. Yeah, that, that was with Terry Wilson and Gatewood and a bunch of guys that couldn't throw a forward pass. Okay, <laughs> it's a little bit different this year. I think Stoops realized he needs that passing attack to get cranking, and that's exactly what they did last week. And I'm gonna go down. I'm, gonna, I'm either gonna look like a genius or I'm gonna go down burning here. But I got a Kentucky stack with Levis and Wandale Robinson. I'll tell you this, man. I like that play because I mean, I, I, as much as I was making fun of you, I am playing uh, the, another wideout for, for uh, Kentucky and Ali. Ah, okay. But uh, I'll tell you this. I was just thinking about this while you were saying this with JT Daniels, the, the breaking news, apparently JT Daniels out for the season. Uh, all of a sudden this Kentucky, Missouri game is gigantic. It's gigantic because they could win the East. Potentially. Yeah. I mean, Stetson Bennett back. I mean, I don't know what George's plan would be. I don't know if Bennett's the number three. I don't know if he, you know, cause I, I know they brought in guys, maybe he's the number three, 
But all of a sudden, I think there's life for anyone, even if you're South Carolina with Zeb Nolan, the grad assistant. But no, I played. Uh, I played Ali. They're they're wide out at 6,300. I, I feel like, as much as I said, yeah, am I concerned about uh, you know will Levis take shots down the field? I just think Missouri's defense. Look at last year; they gave up what 50 to or 48 to LSU. You know, the, the LSU really struggled to move the ball last year. I thought, especially at that point, and uh, man. That that Missouri defense. There's a reason why they went and got a new DC. Put it like that. So yeah. yeah, and Ali had a nice week one also, five for one thirty six and a touchdown. So Ali and Robinson had very similar games. Both five catches, both over one twenty five. Uh, Robinson had two touchdowns compared to Ali's one. I don't know who's going to be the main primary pass catcher. It may be pretty even. I just took the guy who was six hundred bucks cheaper. Uh, but I like the play. I think it makes sense to get one of these wildcat receivers because they both are, you know, pretty reasonably priced. Thank you for hitting me with the stats there because my internet seemed to like go out right when I was trying to give that out. But got uh, you covered, man. Yeah. So my, I got two other wideouts. Where are you going? I'm gonna go tight end here. My first tight end. No, no. Actually, I had I had likely in the the uh, Friday slate. So this tight end here for the Washington Huskies, Cade Otten for five point six k. Uh, I mentioned on the picks pod that the Washington receiver group is in freaking shambles right now. Uh, the, I know they're going to be at least down two of their top four guys. The other two guys, there's no, no word yet. I don't know if they're going to play or not, but so what, I mean, they're going to have to throw the ball to somebody and that is the tight end K Dotton. He's going to be in the NFL someday, you know, uh, next year, I think he's a senior. So next year, maybe uh, last week, eight catches, 82 yards. Uh, like I said, they got to throw to somebody. So Otten seems like a nice, you know, volume play for a tight end getting, uh, you know, almost double digit targets. Yeah. I mean, they got to throw to somebody, any, any relation to Brad out the former USC quarterback in the nineties. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm with you, but that game, I mean, it's an interesting play because they were awful throwing the ball last week against Montana, but Usually when you're when you're down your top four receivers, you, you're not going to throw. Yeah, a lot that's of a good, that's a very fair point. Um, all right. Well, look, I, I, I roster this guy. I feel like every week uh, I went to uh, Emeka Amizi, the, the wide receiver yeah. for uh, NC state. This guy's a stud. I think Mississippi state, as much as I, you know, we're pro coach leech here. I, I still think giving up 34 points to LaTeX, a little bit of a red flag, you know, LaTeX, not a prolific offense. I, I know this as skip Holtz was a East Carolina coach for a long time. So, uh, uh, I think NC State's going to get success or have a ton of success throwing the ball with Devin Leary, experienced quarterback, and Amizi's his number one target. So at sixty nine hundred, give me Amizi. I agree with everything you just said. Unfortunately, I did not have the money on Amizi. I did have the money for their number two receiver. That is Devin Carter at five point five k. Yeah, I think the NC State passing attack is going to have some some success. We talked about it earlier. I think this could be a high scoring game here. Um, Amizi is their wide receiver one. He's probably going to have the most catches, but Devin Carter's not too far behind. I think he could have a, a surprise game as well. And that rounds out my night lineup. Well, I still have. What does uh, Kramer say when he's trying that scotch in in, uh, in uh, Seinfeld? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna play Thomas Hennigan. Uh, there was some catchphrase that Kramer said in, in, in about here's Hennigan's. the feeling good all the time. Yeah. Here's the feeling good all the time. Hennigan, right? Well, I'm going to take Thomas Hennigan, uh, the wide receiver for app state. He had a, him and chase Bryce had a connection. I thought against ECU look in Miami plays, they run the air raid. All right. Rhett Lashley's coming over from SMU with Sonny Dykes. This Miami defense though, I think gives up a lot of yardage. And I think a lot of that has to do me and Patty C talk about that all the time with your philosophy. When you run an air raid and practice all day, I think your defense, it hurts your defense long-term. Um, so I, I'm going to take Thomas Hennigan to get his because app state, their run games, nasty. doesn't matter the running back. This has been happening for like a decade. They always have ballers in that backfield and we saw it against East Carolina. So I think they'll, they'll open up that run game. We know Miami lost a bunch of players on the D line that went to the NFL last year. So I think they'll have success on the ground. Then they'll go play action and Hennigan Hennigan's going to get his man. And another thing I like to play, I like it because you know, Corey Sutton, the other wide receiver opted out last year. He's back. That makes the defense have to play both guys honest because both receivers are good. Now 
last year, Hennigan was really the only receiver option. So he had some down games where he, he fought a lot of double coverage. That's not, you know, I think I, I like both plays Sutton and Hennigan this week. I think Sutton was 4.8 K. Uh, I, I was moving around. I, I, I thought about both of them, but I think app state will have some success through the air. Apparently chase Bryce. Maybe he is a decent quarterback. Maybe all the problems last year were more Duke and less Bryce. I don't know, but I like the play because I, I think both App State uh, receivers can have solid days. Oh, and remember, Hennigan, a guy last year, kind of a possession receiver, that changed against East Carolina, and he was outspoken in the offseason saying like he had a groin injury that he elected to play with last year, so he could not open up. He's a good deep threat, man. He is yeah. a, a legit deep threat. So uh, I like that play. I'm going to kick your ass guys. Come play DFS with us. NC Nick opens. He does these contests. We're going to tweet this out. We'll have it from, from his uh, Twitter feed. We'll have it from the college experience, Twitter feed. We'll have it from the sports gambling podcast network, Twitter feed, come play DFS, just a few bucks. Come join us. Talk shit if you win, but you're not Um, let's do this. All right, let's have some fun. We got some, we got some pretty sharp D gens in there. I know man. Alan Cooley wrecking shop. Record yeah, shop the other day, right? Jamie is always on it, as well as uh, Cody and uh, some of the some of those other guys. Man, they're you know some some top notch uh, DFS players That's here. That. So uh, I I felt fortunate to win the the night contest last week. Uh, my goal is to at least win one of the three contests every week, and um, I'm gonna do it again. There you go. There you go. So make sure you subscribe to the College Football Experience and come play DFS with us. Um, look. You can find NC Nick on Twitter. He, like I said, he's going to do this. He's going to put this out there within like the next hour. I will be tweeting this uh, at NC underscore N I C K. Uh, give him a follow. You'll you'll come talk shit to him. If you beat him, please come talk shit to him. I'm at the Colby D on Twitter. Give me a follow. Remember the college football experience new to Twitter at TCE on SGPN. The sports gambling podcast networks on Twitter at the SGP network and Patty C please always talk shit to him. He's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give all of them a follow. All right. And remember to download the SGPN app guys. All right. It's free in the app store and the Google play store. Me and Nick hit over 60% handicapping every single game this past week. Come on. What are you doing? These picks are free. All right. You won't only get our picks. You'll get our podcast, get all of our great content. Terrell Furman jr. Writing great articles and stuff like that. Oh, you get out with what, what will Will Mormon, my guy, Will Mormon, big Hale State fan. You'll get all that content on the SGPN app. So do that. And also, you're going to win a shot at $100,000. Are you kidding me? What are you doing with your life? All right. Download that thing. All right, folks. This is the college football experience, week two DFS style. I'm going to kick your ass. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Oh.